time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. It's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Kent, but some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali. We here feeling good, feeling great as usual on another episode of Big Cali World Podcast, man, coming at you. And we got a very, very special guest. A long time coming. I'm glad I got to catch her. I call her the most busiest woman in the industry. If you can catch her, she always, she, she might be in Dubai next week. You better get her right. <laughs> nah, man, this is this is Shelby, celebrity stylist, hairstylist, rapper, music goer. You, we gonna go through it all, man. But yeah, man, welcome to Big Cali World. What's up, Shelby? How you doing? Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> cool. I feel you, man. I see you got your wine here. So you know, we gonna start off with a little cheers. There we go to that. There it is, and boom. Oh man, but nah, man, how you been? Huh? You didn't have your pinky out. Oh, I did. You know what? When in doubt, pinky out. Mm-hmm. Hey, church preach, tabernacle to that one. Mm-hmm. That's all the players. But anyway, Shelby, first off, how you been doing during this whole COVID 19 business? Because let me just paint the context for people that don't know. People that don't know, she she does, she's a celebrity hairstylist, but she's one of her clients that I know she's working with now is Lizzo. And Lizzo got you traveling from Timbuktu, everywhere she is, you are. And yeah. then COVID came, I'm sure you guys had the mega rollout coming. Cause y'all was going hard all winter, all, all spring. And then it was like, okay. Summer's coming, baby. You probably had a couple purchases you had. Like, all right, I know I'm getting this, getting that. And then, boom, the virus. That virus whooped my ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it whooped my, it whooped all our asses. But for me, it's like me personally, it whooped my ass. I remember when um we got sent home. It Where was, were you? I was in Houston. Um, She, um was doing the Houston rodeo. We had sold out 75,000 tickets in like seven minutes. Like it was about to turn all the way up. 75,000 tickets sold in seven minutes? Gone. Gone. It was about to be the most litest Texas. I I grew up in Texas and all that. Shout out Texas. You know what it is. All my Houston people know what it is. I go to Texas many times a year, but this was the ultimate Texas. Yeah. Gonna be the ultimate Texas. What? Yeah. And they sent us home. Yeah. And then, wait, so did you land and you were at the hotel and y'all getting ready and then y'all just got like an email? Like, what what was it? We was there for a whole week. So, well, we were there, we were supposed to be there for like eight days. We ended up leaving like, we was there for like six. So what it was is we had rehearsal because it's the big one. So every, we doing all Texas shit, it's super lit. So we rehearsing every day. And, um, when we was in Glam, you know, when we doing hair and shit, and you know, the artist ready, we was in Glam, and management came in, they were like, you know, we got something to tell you. They're like, they canceled the rodeo, we about to send y'all home tonight. And <laughs> I was like. So, can I, can, I get a, can I get a little context? Where were you the last three weeks prior to the rodeo? Like, what kind of run were you on to just all of a sudden get stopped? Okay, let's just take it from, um, New Year's. New Year's, I was in Vegas. We had a show in Vegas at the Cosmopolitan. The okay. next day, I flew straight to Australia. And I was in Australia for three weeks. Woo! Had a whole tour of Australia, Melbourne, Sydney, Frisbane, all of that. And we went How was Vegas. that experience? Oh, shit, it was, it was lit, but then at the same time, it was crazy because um, they were having the fires. So it was like, oh, you know, but we definitely shit. went out and like, you know, did you see the fires or like was the way you? I never once saw the fire, but I smelled it. Mm. But I didn't see the fire at all. But I was all around Australia, never once saw. But it's like right, it's in the middle, and Australia's massive. It's huge. Yeah, 
Yeah, so. Yeah, well, shout out Australia, man. I'm glad y'all made it out of that situation. We made I it out. I, I remember I even hit you. I was like, hey, be careful. Like, you're really out there. Like, you were turning up in a hotel. It was, it looked lit, but I was like, wait a minute. It's like a whole situation going down. It was a whole situation, but at the same time, it's like, we understand, I understand it. We all understand it, but right. I'm still in Australia. Of course. Of course. Still in Australia. I'm about to get lit. I'm gonna do my part, and I definitely went out. Like I said, we definitely went out. We went to like some like boys and girls clubs. We went to the food banks and all of that. We definitely played our part, but at the same time, we gonna play. Of course, of course, you have to though. Play and protect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, question I have for you then: So you were in Australia that whole time, then you went to Texas, then it just stopped. No, I went to Australia, straight uh -huh. to New Zealand, straight to Miami. Straight for Super Bowl, straight to Brazil, straight to Super Bowl. Mexico. How was how was your Super Bowl experience? Cause like I've never thought of going to the Super Bowl. See, Shay, that's why I have you on with the show. Cause we I just want to talk to you. I, it's been like twelve questions. I've been wondering from seeing. Ask them twelve questions. How was the Super Bowl experience? But not only Super Bowl experience, you're working. You're not just. I, but you know what? I wasn't working that. We had we came out, we had a show, and we just ended up staying for the Super Bowl. So you and Lizzo, you Lizzo, the rest of the crew is in in the Super Bowl, Miami, right? Miami, that shit was fucking lit. It was the best experience. We was in the box, Jeff Bezos, all that shit. It was fucking lit. Wait, you met the trillionaire? You met the the man? The myth? <laughs> Man. Oh, man. Shelby, I know that had to be crazy. I know that. Was it, like, too fast? Did you live in that moment? Were you there? Like, because I know you work. I know. It be hard sometimes because it's like I do so much that, and I have so much more coming. So it's like when I do, like, big shit sometimes, I might have the biggest project of my life the next morning. So wow. I be. You're just going. Mm -hmm. Get the gig, get the gig, man. That's crazy. Well, you know, I want to back it up a little bit because yeah. I know we've been talking about we just came out the gate dropping shit. People are like, what the fuck? How did? Because it ain't like you just woke up one day and now all of a sudden you're Lizzo's hairstylist. Like, I know that ain't no. what happening. I know that's not what's going down. I, I don't want to put that message out to the people. I put in big work. Talk to me. Like, where did it start? Like, where did it start you? Where did the Shelby doing hair movement start? And then how did you progress it to even get to where you are now? It started in high school. Um, shit, I needed my hair done and there was really nobody out there. Like, cause I, you know, we're, I'm from the IE. So yeah. like, um, where are you from exactly in IE? I don't think I've ever asked you. I, you know, I'm not from there, but I lived in them. Okay, where were you born? I <laughs> there we go, we'll take it back to I'm that thing. Okay, okay. Shout out Rancho. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, okay. you are comedy show. I love it. I love it, baby. But, but um, um, pretty much anyway, my parents, you know, they did the, we live in LA and all this, so we want to move you to the suburbs and shit. Everybody's parents. You know, <laughs> move me to the suburbs out that way. And then, like, there was nothing really black out there. Like, there was no hair shops and stuff like that. So I had to start doing my own. Especially hair. in the 90s. Not when I know, no, 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 no. I, I don't know. I, I don't know nothing about the IE the nineties. And I mean, even in the early two thousands, it was nothing. That's new. Shit, no, this is it's, it's totally new now. I'm like, hold up, where did that come from? But um, when my parents when they moved me out there, I had to start doing my own hair, and from there, I constantly started practicing with my homegirls doing their hair, and then I started um, I just started doing hair in high school. Like my first weave was thirty dollars. And I had to chase her down because she would not pay me. <laughs> Wait, so you did so, girl? Did you know what you were doing? Like, you just taught yourself, or like? It was my first week, true enough. But she also knew that if she also agreed to my thirty dollars pricing, which ain't that bad from what I'm hearing, is the going right nowadays for a week. Three. <laughs> because most weeks, well, probably at that time they was like probably like a hundred. Now they be like three fifty, four fifty, depending on who you go to too. Yeah, we're going to talk about these hair prices in a minute because I got like seven questions too for that. 
because the hair industry is crazy. Why? It's deeper than the dough game. I'm sorry. I just seen like cases of that Indian, pure, Indian virgin. Hair, Malaysian hair. That's a whole, it's crack. Niggas got whole tribes that they already got claimed up, chilling. For real. <laughs> nah, but so anyway, so you're in high school, you're doing your, you're doing your hair, you do the first weave, and then where did you start capitalizing? And you're like, all right, I'm gonna go to cosmetology school, I'm gonna do these out. Like, what, what happened? What was the process? Well, pretty much the process was I was doing hair, and that was just like my hustle. I always wanted to be, I always wanted to do like hair shows and shit like that, but I never really wanted to take like hair like super serious. I just knew I wanted to do something in it, but I wanted to be, I wanted to, I wanted to school for psychology. But then mm. like, I ended up like, I just, I, was, I just wasn't feeling this. So at some point, also my, my mom, she wasn't really fucking with me doing hair. So I just kind of just like did that whole route just to kind of like please her. And then I realized I don't give a fuck. Like- The whole college and school, like trying to do that whole route at first. You know, and it's cool, but for what I was trying to do and what I needed to do, yeah, it wasn't the route that I, I wanted to be in. I was just only just trying to please. And you know, sometimes when you try to please people, clearly that shit sometimes don't work. Most right. of them don't. It don't. And I found out, and I was like, man, fuck this. And I had to tell my mom in the most nicest way, fuck this. <laughs> like, so you're girl, just like, fuck it, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I'm going to hair school. I rolled straight into uh, Trey Tech. Best thing ever changed, I mean, like, ever happened to my life, like, happened to me, it changed my life. So, and how was the reception of you going to hair school? Were you just like, fuck it, I'm gonna hustle on the side, make some money, and do hair school? Or were you just like, fuck it, all hair I school? Hair, I did hair school because I knew I wanted to make some real money. I knew that, um, I knew that I wanted to be in the hair game because if I'm gonna do hair, I might as well do it. I knew I didn't want to be in a beauty shop like that. Um, I wanted to be on set. And when you're on set, you gotta have your license. That's where I feel like, that's where, it's like it's just it's just real money. It's real money. Fast. It's fast money. And well, all hair money is fast money. But it's like I ain't got to. I don't have to do like ten heads. You do one head, but you're doing it all day. And you know what? I like that you said two things. You said I wanted to be on the sets, and I wanted to actually do hair shows. Like I remember when I was talking to you on your IG live when I was just went in on you. You were kind of talking. You're like one of the things I always liked about hair is I wanted to be an artist with it. It wasn't even yeah. so much like to just make it look good. Like I could make any girl's hair look good, but I was trying to make an art piece out of this. Like you're gonna look at this and be like, this is, I've never seen nothing like this in my life. And you can even see it with your styles with Lizzo. Like she's always on somebody's top five best styles, best something. And I know that gotta be like your little personal, like, yup, you already know, like I did that. So nah. like. Nah, listen. No, I was gonna say, wait, where was where did that start? Like, did that start back then, and then you just kept progressing it, or did you learn that in school? Well, well, you know, first it's crazy because I didn't really think I really need. I knew I needed to go to hair school to make money, but I, I was like, I ain't gonna learn nothing up in here because I already know how to do hair. Right. Now, I learned the foundation, the real shit, because it's like to make any hair sculpture, you gotta know the basics, and I didn't know the basics at all. So yeah. it's like I learned how to mold and like shape and create. So. By doing that, and hair school is pretty much like having a job. Like, you have to clock in, you have to clock out. You men and legs, you can't come in. Oh, shit. It's going to out. <laughs> Wait. Like, no. Wait, so it really prepares you for the industry, basically. Oh, you're, you have to be prepared. And then, like, one of my instructors, like, that's all she talked about was set. So she was like, you have to be like this. You have to, like, go in like this. You have to present yourself like this. You Like, they broke it down. She broke it down. Did your instructor she, work in the industry also at one point? I No, I don't think so. But it's always been a dream of hers. Mm. She has lines and everything. Because that's a lot of things. That's the thing, too. Like, some people can't. Like, it's sometimes it's hard to transition into set. That's why I kind of try to go. I try to go, like, straight into it. I'm about to say, you never. Did you work at a shop before? I was. Wow. I worked at. When I was, like, 16, I worked at a shop. At, like was across the street from my sister's preschool, and um, I would just go over there and just assist. And I mainly I was a sweeping shit, you know what I'm saying, and just being in the hair shop keeping it clean. But other than that, like, no, I've never worked. I've never worked in a shop. Wow, I thought you at least worked in a shop. I, that's kind of odd to me. That's a little like different. Like, so how'd you capitalize then? How'd you get seen? Like the internet? Like how'd you get seen or get known 
for being. Um, I have my own. Okay, so I have my own like I have my own little shop. So instead of me, because I also my thing is I'm a, I'm an energy person, so I don't like being around a whole lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I like to create a vibe. I want it to be my world, and you coming into my world. Nothing. I'm I'm not trying to share no worlds. So I, I love it. I love it. You're a real artist. That's a real artist. I'm just saying. So I just went. I got me my own. Like I took, got my money up. Got me my own shop, and I was just in there. And I was. Just, it was just only me. I didn't have nobody else in there. Everybody's like, "How can y'all do like have like boot friend and all that?" It's like I don't want that because I know what I want. And how just, old were you at this time with your own shop, fresh out of school? I was still in school. I was twenty. Damn. So you weren't even old enough to buy a drink legally, but you had your own shop and already was starting to. Woo, well, you know, what? I have my own shop, and I didn't really do nothing with it for a long time. It's like I was like, it was weird. I just had it, and I'll go, you know. But then I started like I kind of twenty year old shit. I started, like, <laughs> like a low like a little kitchen hairstylist. I was just in my kitchen doing hair, and right. I was cool with that because I'm like, that's still my own space. It's my own vibe, yeah. and like. There's a like I can make a meal real quick. I know it's crazy, but this is how I create how I created. And yeah. then from there, um, I ended up just like a few years later transitioning into my shop. I was like, I have the shop I've been paying for. Like, let me go up in this motherfucker. Went up in there. I was probably in there probably like not even like four months. And this guy walked in my shop, and um, he's in. He ended up being one of my best friends to to this day but he walked into my shop and he's like oh this is cute and I was doing this girl's hair and he was like um oh you know and he just walked out <laughs> then he came back another day what? <laughs> <laughs> he came back another day and he came back he brought his his another one of his friends which his friends was uh Sean Ross and okay um, yeah I know Sean Ross yeah definitely oh so they ended up coming they he ended up bringing him and they're like oh this is cute and then we just kind of all just like where's the shop at right now where city is this in Downtown, downtown okay. LA. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. So I, it kind of just like ended up just like um, my friend Roman, who I'm talking the first guy who walked in, he's um, he's um, is a fashion designer and a stylist for a lot of celebrities. And he was doing a lot of test shoots. And he was like, since you like, he saw me doing hair, he's like, I see that, um, that you do hair. Do you want to like do the hair for the test shoots? It's like no money, but it'll be good for, you know, your resume. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. So I started doing that. From there, I mean, that's how I met Sean. And when Sean came in, I like kind of like convinced him to like get some faux locks. Like me and Roman convinced him to get faux locks because he always had like this buzz cut. And wait, um, you're behind the faux lock of that, that picture and that hairstyle where he had. That's me. So like, um, that's heavy. Okay, okay. You know, it was like. My bad to cut you off. I'm sorry. I was just like, no, 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 no. I didn't know that. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, school. So like from there, like I did. Um, I kind of we convinced him because he was like, oh no, this is like my signature look. <laughs> my agency likes me looking like with like my buzz cut. I'm like, just try it for one day. So he had it for like five years. I did it for one day. He just he just he just I did his hair for like five years straight. Well, right. probably you know, like four years straight. So from there. Wow. So you that one time meeting him, did the hair sign, and you just stepped with him for five years straight after that. That's a blessing. That's not well, we're all friends. We're all real good friends. Okay. But right after doing his hair, he started like, you know, him and Roman be like, Y'all should um come and come meet a fashion week, which I ain't never been to New York. I'm like, all right, cool. So I went to Fashion Week and it was probably the best experience of my life because I went with two of like New York's like popping ass people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like I, I was in everything. Fashion Week with Sean Ross is different. It's different. It's, it's, it's different to just going to Fashion Week just to go to Fashion Week. You're going with the person that's probably at every show. Yeah. And he was modeling. Yeah. And that's was, really your homie. That's my homie. <laughs> We have such a birthday and everything, so it's like, oh shit! Like I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the ropes. Like, whoa, this is crazy. So I'm like getting mad. I'm like, I'm meeting people, introducing myself, and you know, I'm Shelby. I'm a hairstylist. Glass, glass, glass. I'm just doing working, hair. networking, networking, because you have to network. No matter what, you gotta network. So I'm networking, and like I ended up like doing one, the, like doing somebody's hair for fashion, like for fashion week, and um, they put me like they had me like. 
I was backstage at a show and they're like, yo, please come and help. So I helped like, um, it was for like this French uh, designer, it was like Esbria, it was so bomb. And then like from there, I came home. And when I came home, it was the Oscars weekend. It was like the next weekend. I love how you lightly just said, yeah, I just helped out and did hair at Fashion Week in New York. That was like from, from doing your shop, you're doing Sean Ross's hair as your friend, just, you know, your friend. Now he, he kind of, you actually, with you being in the position, maneuvered yourself into that and getting your first, like, that's a credential. Exactly. Like, wow. That's a credential. I'm like, this is like, I was super, like, you know, thankful for it. I'm like, damn. Like, I just came home. I'm like, yo, I killed Fashion League. That was my first time going to New York. I got to always go. Like, this is so bomb. You know what I'm saying? So then, like, a week later, it's the Oscars, and I'm on my way to um, Riverside to go see my homegirl. And I'm right on the 91, like deep, passing passing the 15 and all of that. Yeah. And I get a phone call like, hey, um, today wants you do her hair for the Oscars. And I'm like, shit. So I have to turn back around, go straight to the Slauson before they Let's come. get it. Let's get it. <laughs> I love you so much for going to the Slauson first. You passed up all these hair shots because you knew where to go. You had to go to where what you why, why am I? No, I know for a fact that this place got everything I need plus more. Why even waste my time? Right. Right. And I just left the Slauson too a couple of weeks ago. That shit's still popping. The Slauson. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I wish I was up there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tammy Exotic Small, by the way. She had that, oh, that shea butter. That that shea bu oh, yeah. I'm feeling great. <laughs> but, yeah, so you went to the Slauson to get this the hair stuff. I bought hella, hella hair. I spent so much money because it's like Oscars and Dan, let's go. So you didn't know how much, I mean, okay, not to get in your business. You oh, got to say numbers. Okay. Why? Did you know that you were getting, how much you were getting paid at the time? Or did you know well, it was? No, nah, because sometimes you got, this is the thing. This is how I see it. When you want to make a statement in life, sometimes you got to do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me. So Talk to me. Like, you got to invest in yourself. Like people be like, I ain't doing that shit for free. Nah, sometimes you shouldn't. But there's sometimes that. It's the Oscar. That I'm doing it for free. It's just like, I'm not even really tripping. The only thing I care about is making this statement. And I don't know where the statement can take me, and I ain't gonna trip off of what comes from it right now. Right. Like whatever it is, it's whatever it is. But I know if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right. Right. You damn right. So I spent I spent me a little few hundred. I spent me like three hundred. I was like, but that you know for a, for some braiding hair and shit and all that. That's that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> First of all, three hundred is a lot of money. Regardless, I don't give a fuck how much money you think you have or wondering. 300 is still a good amount of money for doing someone's hair and not nothing's guaranteed. Mm. This is a $300 statement you're just making. You just want to make this statement, make a movement. I want to make the statement. I want to come in and walk out. That's it. Wow. I love That's it. Good. So, and then would you say that was like one of the first times you came in like you knew aggressively you had to make this statement you had a certain amount of time to possibly prove a point because you knew millions of people were looking yeah as opposed to probably anything you've ever done before that was this like the first moment you're like okay yeah. I was like some jordan shit like i don't know if you watched the last dance documentary the michael jordan shit but he you, you need to because it's very funny not even funny it's real how like everything's kind of correlated together even with sports or even with me DJing like I remember when I first did Coachella the first time I ever hosted Coachella literally hosted I was just with my boy Alf Alpha shout out Alf Alpha he had me on there he had me the mic I'm seeing thousands and thousands of people I'm from the murder I'm like you know what fuck it this shit like a club I'm about to turn it up like it's a hundred people whatever exactly and, and it went crazy I was like but I need to make a style I wasn't talking about how much I'm gonna pay whatever I'm doing I was happy to get the band on my wrist and I can enjoy Coachella with my boys and I've turned up. And from there, it got me even more and more and more and more. My and thing, I'm deep, yeah. Well, but, my thing is if the opportunity is presented, why not roll with it? You know what I'm saying? Talk and to me. And it's like, you don't know what could come from this. You don't. You don't know. So it's like, you should always just go in with just that mindset of, I don't know, but I'm giving my all. Because at the end of the day, if something great come, like, comes out from this, that's fucking amazing. Right. Right. And that's what I need. Right. This is a stepping stone. Right. So I do her hair. 
the night before. What style do you do? I need to know for the people that don't know, that may not know, what did you do for Zendaya? What year is this at the Oscars? This is- I want to Google, all the Google people. This is 2015 um, for the Oscars. I gave her, I gave her faux locks. I gave her dreads. And- um, mm, So you were just out here with the faux locks. You're like, I'm about to just faux lock these motherfuckers and show oh, yeah, them the time I did it, I just turned up. Like Zendaya was probably like the probably like the fourth or fifth set of um faux locks I've done. Period in my life. Wow. Like I I did like two. Like everybody was kind of like practice. Did you convince her to get the faux locks, or did she come in knowing she wanted the faux locks? She well, we had a different like well, she had a different hairstyle, but at the same time, it was just like what's gonna make a bigger statement. Mm, it's all about the statement. That's all I like about that. It's just like hoop. It's like, how hard are you going to hoop? Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to go for 30? Or are you just trying to, like, do some shit? I'm trying to go for 30. Exactly. And, like, I'm trying, I'm not I'm not about to fuck around. I'm not about right. to give you this little slick back pony stuff or what? <laughs> no, we've seen that four million times. Let's do something different. And so from that statement. A black woman coming to the Oscars with faux locks. It, with dreads. Like, with bro, dreads. With dreadlocks. Because people don't know that they fake. They don't know. It's some people that probably thought she grew them overnight. Nope. As, as good as you probably oh, do. Oh, <laughs> that shit changed my life. To be honest with you, that was the greatest thing that that's ever happened. Because, like, they talked about her on, um, okay. Well, they talked about her on, um. Different networks or whatever. News. It was, like, it was all over the news, but they talked about her on Fashion Police. And Jillianna um, Rankin made a comment said that she looked like she smelled like a truly oil on weed. So from that whole situation, come on, um, they're like, you talk about a Disney star. You gotta look this shit up. This shit topped up. I ended a whole show because they had to take off Fashion Police. The bitch got death threats and all that shit. Then she was on everything because we like pretty much changed the game for like um, natural hair and the um off and, that um, movement. You came in making a statement make and a statement. then they dissed it. On the red carpet. On the biggest red carpets. They dissed it. I ended up like, Mattel made a Barbie. There's a whole Barbie. Get the fuck out of here. I said, I didn't know that. Did you, I, I think you should look it up. I'm, is- no, I'm fucked up right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, Shelby, I- you got a motherfucking Barbie for a hairstyle? <laughs> Come on, come on. They made, got the baby hair popping and everything on it. Got her dreads, got it all popping. They did that. They wrote me. They said, is this, does this look good? Yes. Wow. So then you worked, you worked with Zed, did the Oscars. The backlash backfired in your favor. They Ooh. thought it was going to hit you. Look how God, won't he do it? We'll just give oh, it that no. moment. Won't he do it? Turn me up. Because now, like most, like most of the time, people know my work. They just know my work just off of that. Even nobody knows who I am. Most it was a big controversy that everybody knows that work. They I remember were- that though, Shelby. I'm not capping. I remember controversy. I just can't precisely remember what hairstyle and who. I just remember there is no more fashion police. First of all, nope. <laughs> I haven't seen that show in a long time. R.I.P. They brought it back a little bit, but they had to bring it back. They brought it back way after that. They had to let the smoke, like, calm down. They didn't really even bring her back. Like, it was it was a lot. But like I said, from there, that shit turned me all the way up. Okay. Like, I can go into a room, be like, oh, yeah, I did that. And people are like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, we like your work. You know, I get jobs off of that. Wow. And then, like, so, how after you did the Oscar, you came back. How soon was it after the next big whatever? Or what did you do to capitalize off of that moment? I just didn't care. Like, so many people want their hair done. Everybody want faux locks. I was doing everybody's faux locks. And um, from there, I kind of like, I was just in the natural hair movement, braids, faux locks. But then I was still working with Sean. And I was working with other celebrities at this time because they started seeing it. So it was just like, now I'm like, now getting like little magazines to do with like this little this celebrity this celebrity so I was like oh, okay this is cool but um I would say probably I don't know I had so many statements since since that that's like, what I'm saying it seems like you were just on a roll because here's the thing and Shelby just to give people context like I've been knowing you yeah. for a while 
And you always been like, I'm like, okay, my homegirl Chevy work. And I always knew you worked with a lot of people and I always knew you did hair. But for some reason, I was just like, it seems like a coincidence. You always doing something big though. It's never like, I have a lot of friends who do hair, but then you on some other shit. And you came into the game like I'm going on some other shit. What made you capitalize? And then now you're, then you get connected to Lizzo. What connected that together into where you are now? I just started working with more celebrities. Like I worked with like Tiana Taylor. I worked with Amber Rose. Like Amber Rose is bald headed. I gave her the bombest finger waves ever. I just want to put that out there. The Beyonce um, of baby hairs. When did when did you start coining that? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I love that. By the way, I, start, um, <laughs> I don't know. Probably like twenty. 17. It was just more so of a joke, maybe even 2016, because I like doing finger waves. That's my favorite thing to do. Like, that was my favorite thing in hair school. So once I learned, it took me forever to learn how to do it, but once I mastered it, I became a sensei. So, like, it's kind of like, that's what I love to do. It's just a, a fun hobby I could do with my eyes closed. Right. So, like, baby hair is finger waves. And then you just start, and then you started working, and then all of a sudden, just Lizzo just came out of like a client, and then boom, y'all came together. Or have you always known her throughout the industry, and then y'all kind of linked up? Oh well, pretty much what happened was from there. So since I worked with every, I was working with a lot of people. One of my homies, he was directing a music video, um, Calmatic. He asked me if I wanted to um, do the um, background dancer's hair. He was like, it was for his first girl named Lizzo. I didn't know who Lizzo was, and I was like, all right, that's cool. So um, when I got there, she wasn't even there, but I did like all the girls for um, good as hell. Yeah. And when she got there, by this time I was already done doing hair and everything. And um, when, uh, what happened? I was pretty much already done doing hair and I was just sitting there just watching, just making sure that anybody needed a touch up or anything by the time Lizzo came. Making sure you're ready. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so from there, like, the homie, like, she's in the shop, beauty shop getting her hair done. And the homie Comatic was like, hey, Shelby, why don't you jump in the video and pretend to be her hairstylist in the video? So I was in the video just pretending to be her hairstylist the whole time. And then from there, like, we was like, she just thought I was just like an actress, like just a video girl. But when I stepped off set, I spoke with her creative director. And she was like, oh, you're an actress? Networking, see? Networking. You always got <laughs> Still, Networking is that's your best friend. I and so um, I'm like, uh, no, actually, I'm the hairstylist. I did all the girls' hair. She looked at everybody's hair. She's like, oh, my gosh, let me get your contact. So when she asked for my Instagram, um, she went to follow me and saw that she was already following me. And she oh. was like, oh, my gosh. She was wow. like, she started following me because she saw what I did with Zendaya. So wow. she look how the two guys, things connect. She was like, oh my gosh, I remember you. She was like, that's why I started following you. She was sitting there just talking to me. And from there, like, she was like, I, we got to contact you. So they ended up starting following me on like Snapchat. Like, Elizo started following me on Snapchat. And I always be on Snapchat, like doing some funny shit or like cooking and whatever. And my sister makes like cakes. So Lizzo will always order like cakes yeah. from, um, from us. And so, like, six months later, Quinn, or like Quinn Wilson, her creative director, had called me in to do Lizzo's hair. And when I got there, Lizzo um, looked at me. She was like, hey, Shelby, like, girl, like, you here with, like, some cakes? <laughs> like, <laughs> I love her. And I was like, no, I'm here. I was like, I'm the hairstylist today. She was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I do hair. And I told her everything. And she remembered when I did the hairstyle for Zendaya. And then from there, it just ended up just, I started kind of like, we was already cool from, like, Snapchat from there for, like, six months. But then I kind of like slowly started coming in and like doing her installs, doing like other little hair uh, hair styles because she had a hairstylist. Yeah. And so like um, I just would just do a dumb. I'll just do like like I said her installs, and I did that for like a cool minute. And then um, I had just did RuPaul's Drag Race, and I made such a huge statement on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I wanted to go, I wanted to go back because I was trying to see if I could get a job there. Yeah. And Wait, had, you were on RuPaul's Drag Race to show? No, I did hair for RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. I did Logan Browning's hair from- uh, I was like, wait, you did too much. You were like a judge or something? What were you doing? No, 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 no. I was doing hair, but I did oh. Logan's hair. And when I did her hair, I killed her hair. I gave her like some diamond baby hair and all that, and some like little finger waves. It was so avant-garde and just bomb. So, and they loved it. Like. They was like, every time I walked up, like, 
uh, RuPaul and like the judges to make like a little like they'll make a little comment about me. I was like, oh my, I was like, oh shit, I, I'm making a good impression. You're getting stamps from real like like big people. RuPaul is a big feature in like entertainment and the gay LGBTQ community, like all that. Like these are big people that bring you icons like they're not even bring you opportunities but probably the wisdom the thing you probably got for them is crazy you know, it was like i was having like a full one-on-one conversation but you but know being in the know, environment place. exactly that's all i want i just want to be in the room trust I, me you're I, working once you're in the room i feel like anything is possible hello so um i was doing uh lizzo's hair like right after and she said that she was going on rupaul's drag race the next week, she was gonna be the next judge to follow me. Okay, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey yo, um, I, I was like, you know, to be honest, like, can I do your hair for this? Like, I went this last week with the last, like, the last show is my work, and I would really like for it to be, I would like for this show to be my work as well. I kind of am trying to get in with them, so I feel like this would be like a cool opportunity. I was like, please just let me do your hair. Right. She's like, all right, cool. So I go, and I'm like, shit, I'm about to make a statement. Like, yeah. and I correlated her hairstyle to the last hairstyle. So when I came in, it was no question of, is that the same girl from last week? It's, oh, shit, she back. And she back, and she whooped our asses. Like, So I two different her- people. You did two different hairstyles on this show, and both she times. Boom, boom. Wow. Sunday, Sunday. And from there, they remember me. They're like, oh, she's back. I'm like, exactly, I'm back. Let's go. But from there, it was crazy because I gave her this bomb-ass hairstyle, which I guess was kind of like close to like Baps. And they ended up playing Baps after RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like, damn. I even wow. made VH1. I made VH1 put on a whole movie after my motherfucking work. Talk your they shit. And it was like, Baps. Hey. <laughs> But you know what's funny is that's what brings it back to the art part of your hairstyles and what people can do when they look at it. Yes, you may do a style, but you always add a twist to it. You always add a Shelby signature touch to it. The and, baby hair, period. And not literally the baby hair. I mean, like, literally the baby hair to it. It's like parsley. Once you add that shit on, your meal's a wrap. Woo! Presentation, like, the presentation. Taste might not be shit, but presentation-wise, once you add that... Right. You popping. And that's what you focused on. A lot of your art on. The sprinkle. Mm. What's going to make it different? What's going to turn it up? I love that. I love that. So what do you feel is the future of this hair shit? Where do you think this is going? Like, not even so much what style or where. Because I'm seeing your, your styles and what you do. You're doing a lot of things that almost look like sculptures, damn near. Like, I even looked at one of the, I know you, I don't know if you do every one of Lizzo's hairstyles, but one of the ones that always stuck out was, I remember it was like Hershey's chocolate and she had all kind of different, like. The Brits, that's me. That's one of my favorite hairstyles. That's honestly one of my favorite hairstyles. But my favorite hairstyle with Lizzo is the wood grain hair piece that I made that nobody knows is wood. I mean, not wood. It's hair. They think it's Wait, is that the one that she had? She had the music playing in the background. It was like the slow mo video that was facing. The and she was like, it was just yeah. all wood grain. Yes. Yes. A wood grain hairstyle. And everybody, I mean, what went into that hairstyle alone? Explain that. I'm just curious. She said she wanted wood grain nails. She's like, I want wood grain nails for the BT Awards. I was like, okay. And this um, year, just so people can look it up. This was last year. Twenty nineteen. Oh, last year. Twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um. And then the stylist, Marco, he was like, well, let's do a wood grain outfit. I'm like, well, shit. Well, we might as well turn up and do some wood grain hair. Like, of course you had to get your beauty on it. We doing all spectacular shit and I can't join? Oh, my God. No, I'm, I'm getting in that, too. Let's get ignorant. Right, right. And I did it. And I lost the whole sponsorship because they said that her hair was covered up with a hat. And it's like, that's hair. That I painted. I molded it and I painted it. What do you it. mean you lost the sponsor? Well, you don't have to go in detail. That just seems weird. Like, is that how deep it is? Like, you do a hairstyle, they don't like it, you lose it? No, 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 no. It's not that they didn't like it. They didn't think it was hair. They said you put a hat over it. 
Oh, they thought you didn't do nothing. They thought you just like, oh. They put a hat over her head. We can't even see her hair. And I'm like, it's all hair. Wow. I couldn't even convince them. It was crazy. Wow. That's cool, because that's how you know my work was fired. It was fired. It had to. No, 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 no. So, Shelby, where, where do you think this is going, though? Where are you going with this in the future? This is going like, where do you? I have no idea. I I have really no idea. Honestly, I've done so many crazy things just off of doing hair. Like hair has opened up many doors for me. I can really go anywhere with this hair shit. I can go with this anywhere. And so, but I know whatever I do, I am going to always incorporate hair. Cause that's just me as an artist. I love hair. Right. But hopefully maybe into some TV. That's what I gotta say. No, because I know you did the faux locks, and I know you you got you're the queen of baby hairs, the Beyonce of baby hairs. I'm just thinking like, I, I what's the next memorable signature statement that you got under your works? You think that you're like, hey, I think this would be hot, Ooh. or have you has it already happened, and you're just nope. gonna twist it up? Nope, I have I have so many hairstyles <laughs> right now that That's I shit. do. Quarantine and I, especially I being in quarantine, like this is probably the best thing that's ever happened to me because right. like I've been on tour for the last two years. I've been on tour. Right. I've been on tour for like two years straight. So I haven't had a moment to myself. Like this is the longest I've been in LA. Normally when I come to LA, it's like because we have an award show, right. so I'm gonna be home for a week. Wow. Or like maybe like Chris, I, we came home for Christmas. We came home for Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving yeah. was also an award show. So it's like. I'm never home. This is the most I've ever been in one spot where I could just sit down and think. And I actually have time. I have like, I've always had energy, but my energy is different. It's not that I have to have this energy to hop on this flight at like six in the morning and I just got off work at two. That's it. You know? And before we move to the next, I want to talk about your music too, because that's a big part of Shelby. I love that part. But before we get into that, I remember we were talking on your on my IG live. Actually, it was on your IG live. I hopped on it, and you were breaking down to me what how happy you are of sleeping and like being able to have a day. Because I was like, "What is a normal Shelby day on tour? What does like if you from you know how they have like the little GQ thing like a morning with whoever whatever celebrity and they show like oh at six a.m. I do this whatever. If yeah. you could give me a typical day, not even a big day like a big award day, a typical regular. Regular degular day on tour. Depending on if we're in America or if we're overseas, um, that also depends. Because if we're like in America, that's a tour bus. In the hairstyle so like, world. Yes, yes. We're on the tour bus. So it's like we might get to well, however long it takes for us to get to our destination. Um We'll go. We'll probably have like maybe a few hours before glam. So I'll probably just like check into my hotel, chill a little bit, probably take a nap, order some postmates. Then we start glam, get glam ready. Glam's like two hours. Straight from glam, we go to the venue where we do a um a meet and greet or whatever interview that might have to like might have to go on. Mm -hmm. Then after that, we go straight back into glam for performance. So it was like four o'clock. Performance five is crazy. So time. we have performance glam. Performance makeup. Oh, I ain't give y'all no time. So pretty much like first glam is like at um first glam is at five. So first glam is like from five to seven. Then we'll go to the venue, meet and greet for like is my internet cool? No, it's perfect. Go ahead. You good. Okay, cool. Then we go to a meet and greet, meet and greet for like an hour. So then we like we should be done by like eight. So from like eight to like nine forty-five, we have to get her like uh, dressed, hair done, hair change maybe, makeup change. Yeah. Go ready, get her ready for performance. She goes straight on to stage. I'm backstage mainly like the whole time because like she comes off the stage in between like she might come off the stage like four times. I might have to be there for like wardrobe changes, holding her hair up, making sure her hair is in place. Um. Repinning it, make sure no like nothing slips, like you know what I'm saying? Just like make sure she look good. 
Then after that, we come back off stage. We, it might be like 12 o'clock. We do Night Glam. Where we take everything down. Night Glam. This is a take four, everything down. You've done four different makeup jobs, four different hairstyles. Yeah. 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 But it's, um, I'm on tour. This is what I'm paid to do. I feel you. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? free, like, it's phenomenal. I've been seeing the videos. The, the hotel videos be looking popping. The hotel videos when y'all was in, I think it was Brazil, not Brazil. Was it Brazil? I don't know. It was one of them countries in the Southern Hemisphere and it was cracking. Cracking. I don't even, I think. Where was your I'm, most memorable place on tour? Most on tour? Um, Porto Puerto Vallarta, Varte, I can never say that right. In Mexico? Places in Mexico. Because we had a house and that shit was phenomenal. phenomenal. Our view, our ocean view was, I've never seen an ocean view like that in my life. I had to make a twerk video in front of it. I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> and then um, I would say um, Switzerland. Switzerland mm. is beautiful. I've heard I, a lot about Switzerland. That's the place I've never thought about visiting, but I should go to Switzerland. It's dope. I was only there for a day, but... Why it, was Switzerland so memorable for you? Just, like, when you, like... Just to drive into it with, like, the mountains and, like, how you just, like... It's just the fog everywhere and just the... I, like, the um the waters are just crystal clear. And it's just... It's just, like, the buildings are, like... I don't know. Like, the detail of the buildings is gold trimming which is super bomb and it's just like eloquent. It's just like, I don't know. I don't That's know. It's just, exciting, it's just a, it was just a vibe. It was just a vibe when you got there. It's just, it was just like, where's my fur? Like, it's, I, where's my Birkin bag? Like, let's go. It's, it's rich vibes. Oh my God. That's so tight. That's so tight. All right, man. But now nah, Shelby, man, before we get up out of here, I want to talk to you about your music. Because first off, I remember when you came to my Christmas party and my boy D1, shout out D1, he gave me he gave me a flash drive. He was like, hey, Shelby's here and you got to play her Christmas record. I was like, oh, you got it? He was like, yeah. He gave it to me and I played it like at 1235 and it went up, went up, went up. And then I think I dropped back at Thingo right after that. After that, it went crazy everybody was twerking it was a vibe and you came through you came up on the stage we took shots it was a whole thing you always show love you killed it you killed it <laughs> thank you it thank was so fun it was a vibe man you came to the murder too on christmas night hung out with your boy on my birthday it was a vibe you know that's honestly i feel like it's super cool to have like a, a christmas birthday and you like you just like you're like you're a dj you create your own party your own vibe it's i think so that's true. so dope Thank like, you, you're just creating a vibe for Christmas on your birthday. You know what? I feel like it's the gift that keeps giving because it gets hurt because it's like you're going to be in town. Everybody who lives in L.A., I don't care if you live in L.A., everybody, grandma, everybody, mama live out here in I.E. They go back home. Everybody yep. got to come back home. So for one night, everyone's home, and it's like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to turn up in the murder. I'm going to get, I'm going to make, we all going to make, all oh, the bar going to make money. All my hood niggas going to make some money. The trap going to make some money. You know, hoes going to make money. Whatever niggas is on, it going to make money that night. We chilling. It's yeah. a fire. It's so and I, cool. And and I'm glad you came and you played your record. And that's why I was like, hold up. Shelby really be doing this shit. So not only does she yeah. do hair, but she be rapping. How did that start? Talk to me. It started because, um, it was my birthday and I got asked to host a club for my birthday. And I was Can like, I get oh a my year. God. Can I get a year? Oh, my bad. 2015. That's my, okay. no, 2016. 2016, I was asked to host a, host this little club. For and my what club birthday. was it at? What club? It was both only. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, it was called, it was, this, um, it was called the Pinky Parties. It was like this underground, like fashion party and shit. Okay. Like New York people and everybody like, just like people from out of town just went to it. It was so cool. And so when they asked me to host it, I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be lit. And then they did um, a photo shoot with me. So they had like a whole like little art gallery and it was just dedicated to me, photos of me. So I was like, oh yeah, if they be doing all this, it's going to be lit. And I was like, I want a song for my birthday. I was like, I want to turn it to a bomb ass song and I want the yeah. song to be me. 
All Eyes on Me, we singing my shit, so I made a birthday song called Bitch, It's My Birthday. Hey! I love how... I was like, I like a vibe. I like a statement. So, you know what I'm saying? If I'm a look good, why not, like, come on, turn up. Why you not? the whole song. Not only are you going to have the best looking hair, because you're going to do it, and you're the queen of baby hairs. Beyonce of baby hairs. Excuse me, let me get it correct. And then you got the song now. You got the soundtrack. Come on. It's like, it's, it's like my own movie. I'm creating my own movie. So it's like, I got to have my own walking music, my own theme song. I love it. I so, just, you got a theme song. So did you just look for a producer? And you're like, all right, how do I get it? Like, who it wrote, did you write it? it? it no, I wrote the song, and it kind of just like, worked out perfectly because, like, my nephew, he um makes, he makes beats. So he made me a beat. Um, My homeboy so had a studio. And I just went to a studio. I just pulled up, made a song, had me a theme song. And then I just ended up, I was like, well, shit, let me just put on iTunes because it's just like kind of lit and it's turn, it's like, turn the fuck up. People be still playing that shit. Like, this girl hit me up the other day playing this shit. <laughs> I, I heard it like four times this week. Uh, just on people's Instagram stories. Like, wow. I was like, oh my God, I made a really good song. <laughs> That's so lit. So from there, I just wanted just to... I just wanted to like really just like kind of like play into it, and I like I like music videos. Right. I love music videos, and I've always wanted to like make my own music videos. Your like music I don't want to be a video. I always want to be a video vixen, but it's like why? Why should I just be a video vixen when I can just have my own motherfucking video? Talk to and, me. To and to have your own videos, you need songs. Too so true. I might as well make a song because I got songs in my heart. So you went out there and did it, and then you shot a video for your own, like, so tight to me. I love I that. I just shot a video. <laughs> That's about to drop. So hold on, what's, hold on, what's coming out there? What's, what's coming out? What shall we, during the quarantine? You shot the quarantine, the quarantine video? I shot a whole motherfucking music video in my house, and that shit lit. It's so bomb. It looks so good. Can I know? What's the single? It's called Hit It From The Back. I would love to know a little more about the origin. I'm sure the title's already interesting. I love hitting for the back. So you just had to make something for the for the summer? It's not what? that I wanted to make something from the, for the summer. I just wanted to make a song. Like, I like making songs. So it's like, and I know my shit, I want a video. Come on, I need, some, I need content. So I was like, let me just make the song so I can have this video. Because I always think of videos in my head first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, man. Shelby. Well, first off, I love that you dropped that. And I remember first off the Christmas video. Which one? The the second one. Where mm. where where you were twerking on the bed and you had to twerk. Oh, what was it called again? Christmas time. Woo! That's my song. I love making Christmas songs. That shit is so fun. And it's my birthday. Maybe I'll be partial because it's my birthday. So you always make my birthday theme songs. The last two years, I've been giving you some bangers for your birthday. I love you for that. And thank you so much for that. <laughs> now, question. What is your your birthday just passed, didn't it? I believe so, right? May 10th. May 10th. So you were a... Don't let me get this wrong. What's your sign again? I'm a Taurus. Taurus. Okay. Okay. And I seen your birthday was actually very lit. Oh, my gosh. It was the most... Like you again, the statement, and were you even trying to? What you look very surprised. I had no idea. I didn't know. I had no fucking idea. No idea that, that was gonna happen. What the fuck? Tell the people if you don't mind. You don't have. To, I mean, if you want to share, you can share. But you put it on your IG. It was a wild party. It looked. It wasn't wild. It just looked like every girl from 2000 that graduated from the year 2003 to 2009, their dream got made that night. You look like that girl that everything could have happened, happened. You seen it, you're there. Break it down. Pretty much what happened was we were supposed to be going to the spring tour because the spring tour was on my birthday and we was finally going to be off tour and be in L.A. for the spring tour on my birthday. And Bow Wow was going to be there. Like... It's, it was my dream come true. We had all So you access. had the tickets, all access? Man, like, it was hooked up. And um, it ended up, Corona happened. <sighs> the Roro. Uh, the Roro. 
you know, so, you know, she came. And when she came, she just whooped all her asses. So, like, Lizzo, like, she, she was like, shit. Like, I don't, it was a surprise. I, it was a surprise. She was just like, she just had hit me up and was like, hey, just like, she's like, pull up and look cute. That's it. That's it. I was like, well, shit. It is that is a tight, can I just say, Lizzo, that is a tight friend move. Because that's some big C shit. That's some shit I would tell. That's the shit I would say to Reem. I would, hey, my nigga, not pull up. I would, hey, my nigga, just pull up. Just get fresh. Or Reem would tell me. He'll hit me up. But like, actually, yeah, Reem actually calls me. And he'd be like, yo, big C, come. Don't be coming over here with no jerseys and bullshit. I need you to come clean. We gonna go. It's some gross shit. Or he'd be like, hey, come on some fly shit or come on some comfortable shit. But come out. Mm-hmm. Let me know what's going on. I was like, she said, come and look cute. So you came and you knew to make a statement. Just to look cute. It's my birthday too. It's like come out for my birthday, look cute. Yeah. All right, cool. I could do that. And I did it. That's that that was my only job. That had, was it. That was it. I had no idea. Like I said, it was just more so like it was like crab legs, it was lobster, it was like all my friends and family. It was like just drinks, like it was just lit. It was already perfect. It was balloons that said happy birthday. Like I'm like, this is the most amazing birthday. They brought so out what, fireball cake. Where did y'all just met y'all had like a little like Airbnb or like a little house or y'all met at someone's house? Yeah, we just had like a little like just a little place and it was like yeah. and just like, you know. That's a vibe, man. It, it looks so much fun and you like you had the best time of your life there, man. Man, it was the best time of my life. Next thing I know, I just hear, I heard it was somebody's birthday. I turn around, it's Marion. And Orion. So, so, so hold on, you're supposed to go to the screen tour. You couldn't go to the screen tour. And all of a sudden, Omarion and Orion pull up on your birthday. And it's already your family, your friends, everybody there chilling, eating crab and lobster, having drinks. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it, Shelby? I can see the. <laughs> uh, oh, that was, I'm telling you, I will, that was the most magical night of my life. Oh my God. So, Shelby, man, you know what? I, I really appreciate. You're you coming on this show because you told a lot of great stuff, a lot of great stories. Very inspiring because you do work hard, though. That's the point of this whole thing. Yes, you turn up. Yes, you know, you're around. You said a lot of names, but I know you work hard. You just told me a 12 hour day and you told me you've been on tour for two years. So you've been working 12 hour days for the past fucking 700 plus days in life. Longer than that. Like sometimes it be 16 hour days easily. But you do what you got to do. And you make statements each hour of that day. That's what you're supposed to do. Man. Where does that inspiration stem from? Is that just something you came up with? Or where does that come from? It kind of just comes from, well, yeah, it comes from a lot of just like, just background. Just like seeing just everyday people. And just like knowing, just like, I watch like a lot of old school videos. Like, a lot. And then I love like Freaknicks and stuff like that. So it's like, I just like to like pay attention to that. But at the same time, you know, I, I be putting my little sprinkle on it. I love it. I love it, man. Well, Shelby, man, I appreciate you coming on here and saying shit and letting people know what's up. I just want to say, like, what's what's some advice you would give to some people that maybe a girl that is from the IE that is doing hair, that maybe wants to take her, her career to that next level? but maybe not know what to do, or maybe he's nervous about maybe pushing that envelope of doing that hairstyle they've always kind of thought of or something. What steps do you give to them or what advice do you give to them? Um, Definitely just believe in yourself. Having the confidence within you will get you so far in life. Um, Just don't hold back. Pretty much just like whatever it is that's in your heart that interests you, just roll with it because you're always right. 
And even if it does sound like you could be ahead of like your ahead of like your time, but that doesn't mean anything because it's always gonna come back around, and you're gonna be the one who created and started. So just do it, no matter what it feels like or sounds like, or you know. At the same time, don't even listen to people. Just do your own thing. And network. You gotta network. If you don't network, then there's really no point because it's like at the end of the day, it's not what you know. It's literally who you know. Like there's people out here. There's hella people that's like bomb at everything. You know. Talented at their skill, but they don't know nobody. Right. So, right. yeah, there's really no point. Not like there's no point, but it's like if you know no, what you make total sense. It ain't no because how about this? Even in DJ, I DJ. I have to network with other DJs. I have to pull up to other DJ shows. I have to go to the clubs and support other shows that may not be quote unquote the tight show. I might have to pull up to some shit that might be not sold out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just because I want to be like, hey, my nigga, I want to be involved. I want to show I fuck with you. Not only that, I want to learn. You, I might find the next DJ that's cracking just because he's over here, and then we collab exactly. and make something crazy. Exactly. I can't. Let, I can't. How about this? Not even to get religious or spiritual. I can't put God in a box. Exactly. I'm not gonna say like oh, this is the only way I can get my blessing because you just literally told me your whole story and you had at least seven different avenues of getting to where you are today where you're still dropping music, doing doing your hairline, doing your hair styling, doing art that's getting seen in the masses. If they don't know you particularly, also Frank Lucas shit. If they don't know you particularly, they know your work. Exactly. That's all that matters. Wow. To be honest. Hard work. That's a blessing, Shelby. I mean, that's inspiring, man. And it reminds me a lot, even what I seen, to even wrap it up too, I saw you kind of had like a picture back in the day with Nipsey. And mm-hmm. like Nipsey, and I know like he always talked about that. He always talked about self-confidence and moving your own lane. He was talking that shit like back in 05, 06, like 07. Like niggas knew him. I always knew niggas talked about Nipsey different. Before we get out of here, like what what's some of your interactions or some of your stories that Sarah, maybe he's even inspired you up? Man, that was like that was the greatest opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Just moment just to be in the presence of just something so, of a person that's so great, you know what I'm saying? Like I learned so much and just knowing that, like just being true to yourself, you know what I'm saying? And just really just going for it can really just put you in the position to just like grow. Right. You just sat and went with it, man, so. Man, Shelby, I appreciate you coming on my podcast, man. Coming on Big Cali World. For the people, if you want to shout out your Instagram, shout out anything you drop in, anything you got going on coming up, you know, go ahead. Here's your time. Well, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> follow me at the Shelby Swain on Instagram. Um, Say it a little bit slower for him. The Shelby Swain. Okay. On Instagram. Uh, all my music is under Shelby Swain. Just regular Shelby Swain. And that's um, S-W-A-I-N? Yeah. Shelby S- S-H. S-H-E-L-B-E. No, my bad. <laughs> it's all right, baby. It's all right. Go ahead. No, because my name is Shelby Nice. But anyway, um, S-H-E-L-B-Y. Shelby Swain, S-W-A-I-N. Um, look out for my new song, Hit It From The Back. It's coming out real soon, um, real soon and Boss Bitch. That shit gonna be fire. Merch coming out real soon. Raggedyassclothing.com. So, you know. Raggedyassclothing.com. Coming I soon. I love that. Well, we gonna fuck with that for sure, man. And Shelby, we, I'm for sure gonna check in with you, and I hope you come back on here very soon, man. After this coronavirus, we'll hopefully do an in-person interview, and we can smoke, drink some wine, hang out. It could be a whole vibe. You could meet my boy, Cast One, and you could be on the actual show. And then we're going to have you on all good radio, too. That's and then you can be on with it, oh, all the fellas, all the boys. We all here. And we'll talk that real. We'll talk about the hair shows. Yeah. Wanna, we didn't even get to talk about the Bronner Brothers and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Brothers hair show in Atlanta. That shit fucked me up. I was out there for school. I, I didn't even know that was possible. He saw that helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. But anyway, um, for all your podcast needs, audio and visual, go to ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast. And how did you hear about a section? Put in Big Cali World. He'll uh, JMKM will definitely give you that special discount on your podcast. He'll get it hooked up. 
for all your clothes for the, actually for this podcast and Argoon Radio. You can go to bigcaliworld.com. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify. I said Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Google Play, wherever you can get it, it's available. And uh, yeah, man, we appreciate you if you go ahead and subscribe, share it with a friend. For your clothes, go to UCB Lifestyle. Oh, excuse me, UCB dot UCB Lifestyle dot store. And uh, yeah, man, feeling good, feeling great. It's another one, man. I appreciate you, Shelby, for coming on. Honestly, thank you for having me. All right, man. It's the man with the plan. I call Kimmy Salazu. Call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali. Shelby, thank you. Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Ain't nobody fresh like C. Built like bear, nigga. Strong like tree. Strong like Kush, too hype like E. Entourage stick so thick like she. First class bitch, you know all three seats. Got the pass like free, talking free like cheap. You gon' cheat, but he bigger than whatever you gon' be. You gon' stack like cheese, that's a hundred some G. Nigga, big Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time. Extra lit, extra lit.